0: So this was not a good week. No, this no, was it was not. Probably the worst week of DS Nine. Uh, I can't I, think I, of well, a pair. I, I can't think of a pair of episodes that I personally dislike. Well, this. do you remember a
1: little episode called Rivals from the second season? No, no, you don't. That's right. Well, what what one was that? That was the one where uh, the El Arian came and set up his own casino. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but the thing is, like, yeah. you know, and maybe Rivals
1: was... A I think wor- it was that episode. Yeah.
0: That Anyway, Rivals was a worse individual episode, but this is a pair of bad episodes.
1: I I don't think I, Resurrection is, is that bad, Well, uh, but- here,
0: Both episodes, I guess in concept, could have been good, but both episodes, number one, went in a direction I didn't expect them to, but in a bad way. Um, okay. Like, I, I mean, and for example, Worf and Dax's wedding is something that it's been built up to the—we've the, been building up to this for months. And it's fine that we get to see—like, okay, you know, that that's the payoff for all of this. We get to see the wedding, sure. But, you know, and and we'll talk about particularly the, the ending of the episode, but I don't like what the the ending of the episode was and with the story of this alternate Barile goes in a really shitty direction too. It could have been an interesting concept. Number one, it's a little redundant cuz we already saw that with Jennifer, but you know, all right, give Kira the similar storyline. It just both of them end shitty.
1: Yeah, I mean I I I think that um well, we'll talk about yeah, I resurrection. Was gonna say, how- I, I I you are cordially invited. Let's talk about that because that is the first episode that we watched this week and um I uh, profoundly dislike this episode. That guy who wrote that comment a while ago about how we hate heterosexuals. I just I don't know if I was just not in the mood for this. I don't know what it was, yeah. but this episode particularly just was everything that I hate about heterosexuality. It was everything that I hate about heterosexuals. Hmm. It was everything about Everything you everything, hate about Klingons. Everything I hate about Klingons, everything I hate about how ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of of fiction, of art, of of whatever is written by and for heterosexuals. I didn't care about anything that was going on. I found a lot of it was just well, founded in in horrible gender stereotypes well, I mean, that were just, just haha, he-man, woman, haters yeah. club b- stuff. And I just it's so I don't know if it's been bothering me more lately, but but it's just like just just straight people. I'm just so tired of it, and I just want you to all go away.
0: I mean, I guess to me it was an utterly there were two things that I wanted to see in this episode. Number one was Jadzia having her final discussion with what the hell is her name? Lady Sorella. Sorella. Where I, I mean, because the part when you know, she's talking to Cisco towards the end, and she's saying, you know, she won't— I, I, I'm I, with Jadzia when I think that Sorella is being a total asshole about Sorella's this. a
1: racist. Yeah,
0: and I'm with Dax in that, no, you, you, know, it re- you know, that's a line you don't need to cross. Like, if you think that this is—if this is, you know, I think it can be a major point of contention, a legitimate point of contention, that Worf sees nothing—you know, but that Worf, is, go- is it implicitly accepting Sorella's treatment of Dax? Frankly, I wanted to see their final confrontation. And frankly, I wanted Sorella to say, you know something, you've been defying me all this time. That's the most Klingon thing you can do. I was waiting for you to break, but, you know, you never have. You know, you've been defied this entire time. I mean, we don't, they don't even have their, you know, Dax is like, all right, I'm going to do it. And so then Sorella's all sweetness and light. During the actual ceremony. We don't see that in between. That was one thing I very much wanted to see. I wanted to see Dax figure out how to earn Re- Sorella's respect.
1: And Which apparently is hitting her. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes sense. Well. It's a Klingon.
0: And finally, the last thing is I wanted to see everybody beat up the happy couple with those sticks. And it just closes right before we get to actually see that.
1: Yeah, the episode is all about <laughs> um, um, artistic choices that are bad.
0: Yeah, like, I, I mean, it's stupid, <laughs> but I want to see them lapping at Warp and Dax with 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 those things. Come on.
1: I, obviously, they were trying to go for something particular w- with that cut. Yeah, uh, it and did, it sucked. It, it didn't work. I, I don't think any of the Sorella stuff really works. I, I think that um, the entire episode is imbued with the sort of retrograde gender politics that I find so exasperating. And, you know, I'm partially kidding when I say I'm tired of heterosexuals, and I'm partially not kidding when I say that I'm tired of heterosexuals. because Well, it's a wedding
0: episode. There was nothing inherently interesting about a wedding.
1: There's nothing inherently interesting about a wedding. Everything that happens on screen is founded in very, very hoary gender stereotypes. Not hoary as in (laughs) sexual hoary. Hoary as in H-O-A-R-Y. And if you don't know that word, look it up. Um, I'm sure you all do because you're all very intelligent. And and for me, it's like, again, I, I... Do stray people have a problem with this episode as much as I do? Mm. I don't know. Like, I'm just... I I guess it's just the place I am in my life, but I'm really, really, really tired of this. I'm just... I don't care. And... I guess for me... I'm not trying to be... I don't want to keep harping on this, but it just colored my entire... And I'm not even talking about the fact that it's, you know, a man and a woman getting married... It's just the entire attitude of everybody in in the in the cast, with you know, oh the oh we're grabbing a bachelor party, it's going to be so great, no girls, and just the whole thing about Sorella. Okay, so one one of the things that is, I think, indicative of the the wrongheadedness of the entire premise of this episode is that Ron Moore felt like it was a mistake to he he kind of. Klingon culture has been established as a bit patriarchal and a bit sexist, frankly. And one of the, all the way back in sense of the father, when they said that there can be no women on the High Council, and you know you very, you don't rare you rarely see women on the ships of Klingon on, on Klingon ships, all these kind of things, right? And so he wanted to fix that, and he said, okay, how can I fix that? And the way that he decided to fix that was, okay, well the the male Klingons are the ones that are going off and, and running the government, and the women are the ones that are at home running the household. And, and, and I'm just like, I, that's not, that's not how to fix that. Like, like like you fix that by just having women around and and which the
0: show, which this, this show has been doing. Right. And that's, and that's what's
1: so aggravating about it is like, and he was saying that as it was like some sort of brilliant way to make women, you know, female Klingons important. And it's like, no, you're just shoving them off into a stereotypical sexist box. Yeah, no, 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 no. The, the, and then the whole thing about Martok, who's like, my wife is a firebrand and she hates me, but man, I love that pussy. Like, I just, what is this?
0: What is this? This was a terrible a filler episode, and and I guess what's particularly galling about this week is this comes out after that what six episode major arc about how they're retaking the station, and again, I'm okay with. You know, we, to, to let off steam, we're having a wedding. That's great. That's fine, you know? I would
1: rather have had them do an episode where they all go to, a, like, a sauna. That would be a good way. That, that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it. I mean, yeah. You, to, 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 well, to get, to get sort of meta about it for a minute, I mean, you do have to, you know, I warned you all the way back in the beginning of, of this experiment that, you know, yeah, Star Trek is long. And no, Star Trek no, no. has a lot of ups and downs. I mean, Star and Trek it's, is not perfect,
0: and and the fact that I don't remember a a pair of episodes kind of as unfulfilling as and I guess that's it. They're they're very unsatisfying episodes. Um, I don't remember a pair of episodes this unsatisfying
1: in this series. Well, they they existed. I mean, there there's some to, to, there are episodes in the second season that's yeah. just not not good. I mean, it's 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 galling because I think at this point in the show's run, it's just it's better than this. Yeah, and I don't. Yes, again, yes. I think what really what it really comes down to with you are cordially invited is that it is just it is it feels. I don't, I don't know. If you're going to give us a filler episode, give us a good filler episode. This no, is not I, a good filler episode. I, was, I don't think the episode... I mean, honestly, the episode is well-written. I just think that it, the problem with it is fundamentally the concept. Mm. And I, I was about to say it feels old-fashioned. I don't know. I'm not straight. Maybe straight people still act like just, this. Yeah. I have no idea. And I think that that's what we really need to grapple with here. The because, fact that we don't know any straight people. Yes. <laughs> that, that That is really what it comes down to is that so much of this episode just feels old-fashioned and out of touch. And I don't know why that is. And I don't know if it played like that in 1997. I don't know if it plays like that now. Um I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm fun, I don't know. I'm asking you.
0: I guess... I don't... You know... A lot of this is reminding me of you know certain stories that you know my family would tell about you know y- y- such and such a cousin you know or whatever or an aunt or whatever you know and their their mother didn't approve of the marriage you know and yeah so, you know it's it's you know things like that or you know she hated me because I wasn't Italian like thing things like that that I mean, certainly I can see analogs of that, you know, certainly, you know, obviously there are plenty of racist parents out there, Um, but I guess it's more of a case of, I can't ever see a situation in which I would not marry somebody because my parents didn't approve of them beyond like... You know, I mean, if, you know, talking about it, that he's abusive, you need, you know, b- beyond that, just because you know, we don't really like him. He's know?
1: abusive? Who's abusive? I don't know. Who are he, we talking about?
0: Exactly. Y- yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like, like, like it, it, it's this, this,
1: Dax does. <sighs> well, this is the entire, and this is the entire problem with the relationship between Dax and Worf, yeah. essentially, too. And, and people have even said as much on the show. That um, she is kind of subsuming her own personality in order to get Worf. Well, and I don't know why she wants Worf so much. See, I and, and this episode doesn't make you know the final scene between Cisco and Dax yeah. is trying to. Well, here's but the, I don't. It, I well, don't here's get thing with, aside from I love him. Uh, All right.
0: See, we, 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 and where I think they're trying, Cisco is trying to go, but doesn't outright say it. Is that. I mean Dax has that line where she's saying, "Oh, I've been through what? 5 trill ceremonies already, twice as a woman and three times as a man." Like, "Sure. I've done the trill ceremony like I'm re- that sounds really boring to do a sixth one." Like, my, you know, she's almost doing this traditional Klingon wedding because of the novelty about it. I mean, this is somebody who in a pre in a previous incarnation hung out with the Klingons the entire time and you know, finds it fun, uh, you know, fun, you know, so in a way she's kind of thinking, well, that's a Klingon experience I've never been to. I've never been a Klingon bride. Like, that'll be cool. Um, and part of what Sisko is saying is that this may be your sixth marriage and it may be just a small span in the grand scheme of this and you're probably going to have a seventh and an eighth and a ninth marriage, you know, but uh, for Worf, this is his first and only marriage, you know, and this is... I think he's, you know, he's been apparently dreaming of a traditional Klingon wedding since he was a little kid. Like, this is a bigger deal. Which is her. the
1: only note in the episode that I actually like and that feels kind of um, yeah. earned.
0: But yeah, to her this is a lot less – she's taking this a lot less seriously than Worf is simply by virtue of, you know, she can't I, – I mean she acknowledges she leads with her heart and that we've seen her almost get into a few – extremely serious relationships which would have taken her very far away from everything on short notice because i think to her it's a bit of a game again if she goes off and gets married to a guy for 50 years uh you know yes that's Jadzia's probably only marriage but at the same time dax you know that's one of a that's one of a half dozen so sure you know not to say it's not important to her, but just it's it's less significant,
1: well, and I yeah, I would agree with all of that. But I think that, that what it really comes down to is I don't know why these two are getting married, yeah. and well i i've I've always said, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast or not, that primarily, I think that these are two characters that just liked fucking each other, yeah, and turned that into a relationship or rounded that up to a relationship. Well, I mean, and I don't think that that's a good thing, no, we and I know plenty of couples in real life who do that. but. And I also think that that it is something to do with the sexual conservatism of Star Trek in general, yeah. right? But I also think that, you know, for example, it, it it's a it, perfect um, encapsulation of that is is Zia's party, right? Because you've got and they actually it was funny they actually staged a real party, like the drumming was real and they, oh. they wanted to like get the the. Um, they wanted to have them have to raise their voices like a real party and get the atmosphere of the real party, and it was you know that that yeah. actually that was like the only scene in the episode that I actually was it because like, you like the enjoyed. dancer? I did not like him, <laughs> but um I think that we're supposed to think that Jed Z and the dancer hooked up, or or we're going to before Sorella showed up, and so well, I mean neither- certainly he's the stripper, you know and. But, yeah. but to me, that speaks to Jadzia's fundamental incompatibility with Worf, yeah. because Worf is very sexually conservative. Worf is monogamous. Worf is yeah. the kind of born-again Klingon that we have said over and over again. Doesn't really understand Klingon culture, but understands it out of a book. And Jadzia is subsuming her own wants, needs, and desires in order to please a man. And that I fundamentally have a problem with.
0: Yeah, I can see Worf <laughs> wanting to marry her just because he thinks that, you know, the woman he's sleeping with should be his wife. You know, it, it comes from that very – frankly, it sounds very Catholic in a lot of ways, you know, but uh, – Well, know, they
1: take their influences where they can. I well, mean, again, you know – Klingons are not actually
0: Klingons, real. <laughs> But Klingons are Italian, you know, so yeah. Uh, well, it
1: makes sense.
0: But no, no, it does, It'll you know, come from, again, when he slept with uh, – Alexander's mother and immediately said, all right, we've got to get married. And she's like, whoa, that was just fun. I like you, but you know, let's not go crazy. Yeah. Here. This is something you know, that is in his character. So I think he truly doesn't love Jed. It's true. I don't think he loves Jed Zia till the end to death to their part. Like uh, when that fades, he's going to realize that he, and she's not taking it seriously enough. She just thinks again, she, she is trying to get, She's taking off different life experiences. I can see for a joined Trill, after a while, you just try and get more and more exotic things just to, you know, flesh out the, you know, things that you need to do as a Trill. The Trill kind of used the symbiosis to see more of the galaxy than any than any one lifetime could do and so again she's getting the klingon wife experience now
1: well i don't i don't usually do this but i'll give you some spoilers so they wrap up the war by the end of the sixth season the seventh season is a 26 part arc about Worf and jedzia's divorce Ooh. and jedzia is so upset by it that she starts cutting <gasps> who jedzia like she cuts herself oh with the bat left yeah wow yeah that doesn't happen. No, I, 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 I like, yeah, like, like, I. But here's
0: the thing, like, I mean, how many couples do we know? Straight couples who just get kind of get married because they've been going. Well, I mean, not even straight couples. I know mean, plenty of gay okay, couples. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
1: That that is universal.
0: But they're at the point where I think, believe
1: it or not, I don't think that straight people and gay people are different all the time.
0: Yeah, just in the parts that count.
1: Yeah. Um, Seriously. Cargo shorts, what the fuck? What? Yeah, and stop making romantic comedies. Like, I don't care. Oh, my God. So uh, my boyfriend showed
0: me a trailer for a movie called Mother's Day. You all need to watch it because if, just, if you want to understand why we hate heterosexual people, watch the trailer for Mother's Day. It's just everything bad in one two-minute thing.
1: I have not seen this, but I don't think I will because I think, I think it you, will push me you, over the edge. You,
0: you, you probably know exactly where it is, what it is. Uh-huh. Um... I don't even remember what we were talking about. Before. I don't know. No, no, no. We, pl- you know plenty of couples who they're they're dating for a while, and they have no good reason to break up that they're willing to admit to. Like, It's not like Worf and Jadzia have really run into any wall, so they're just kind of together, and we might as well get married. Well, there was know?
1: that whole thing about how Worf is a fucking controlling asshole well, there is and that. is trying to change Jadzia into being the person that he wants her to no. be. I mean, that was just, just one bad episode. I just, I don't, yeah, no, like, I don't like the two of them together. But here's I, the I, thing. Don't, I don't like Worf. Yeah, no, and we're we're
0: that's been one of the really interesting point parts of this podcast is really realizing that Worf is kind of a douchebag.
1: Worf is a bad person. Yeah, I, I don't like him. I would not want to be around him. I would not want to be friends with him. I I think that he is a controlling, yeah. narcissistic sexist traditionalist and I and he's a bad father to boot yeah. I mean we haven't even talked about Alexander like I will n- I'm not gonna spoil anything this is Alexander's last appearance we never see him again okay. Uh I think it's very indicative though of how the show treats Alexander. so in other
0: words Alexander ships off on this other ship gets promptly killed
1: and wharf doesn't even notice that's gonna be my head cannon yeah that's pretty much what happens <laughs> and I don't know I liked Alexander in this episode like he seems fine.
0: He's trying. He's really trying to please his dad. He's trying to
1: please his dad, which is sad because his father does not love him and does not care about him.
0: I I, I just figure though he's fainting. Like I'm so hungry. Fifteen minutes in. Like you know, it's just like.
1: But he's he's clumsy and he's knocking into things. I find him a entirely unobjectionable character.
0: No, that's it. Like it would be sweet if he could just stay and be friends with Jake.
1: I think it would be fantastic.
0: They could move in together. And maybe and they start could make ah,
1: there we go. <laughs> yeah, and then I think also I like the relationship that they have a little bit in the beginning between Jadzia and Alexander. I think yeah. that, you know they're they're getting along and they're trying to feel each other out. And Jadzia wants to change the wedding, and Worf is very not into this, but he decides to do it because. I think that maybe the subtext there, or at least this is what I think, is that Jedzia realizes that Worf is kind of a shitty father, and so yeah. and Worf feels guilty about that, and so he's trying to please Jedzia by changing the wedding because she thinks that that will please Alexander, so Alexander can be there. Yeah. Which sounds like a very complicated statement, and I'm very sorry that I said that in a run on sentence. But no, there we but are. in a
0: way, she's trying to be the good stepmother in that you know she knows there's a rift between you know her fiance, soon to be husband, and his son, and. You know, she obviously has a relationship with the father, and she and the son are getting along. So she's kind of yeah using a specific pos- position to you know reunite them. And if changing the wedding, you know, is gonna help that, you know, he should be there at this important event. So. Yeah, that
1: is that is true. I agree with that. And then also, I mean, I, I we haven't talked a lot about Sorella. I I don't. On the one hand, I don't know how much there is to say about her specifically. I think it's more again for what she represents and i i do have a problem with the idea that female klingons exert their authority and exert their independence by running the household like that's not a very yeah good message and it's also not consistent with what we've seen on screen and also it's not consistent well it's consistent but it's not good because Sorella is not a nice person. No. And, like and I she said is, she you know we have n-
0: this there's this weird thing when they're going through the history where Jadzia in her own research has found out that you know you're not really who you say you know that that and I I do I really have to go too into what that means for the implications <laughs> but Anyway, um,
1: it's just another example of how Klingons are more interested in appearance than truth, which is fine. But we don't need to get that beaten into our heads over and over again.
0: And also, it's
1: just that, you know, like I said, I wanted Sorella
0: to get an opportunity to show that she had a deeper reason. You can, you know, Because let's face it, if she is running this household and, you know, Frankly, like, I thought it was hilarious how, you know, Martok says, you know, she doesn't really like Worf, you know, and he's like, but don't worry, there's nothing she can do about it. Like, obviously, you know, we can assume that, you know, male members are inducted through Martok and that she's the one who inducts female members, and you can see how she definitely wants to have people in her house who are worthy. I mean, that's a Klingon thing. People's families, people's houses are the people who are going to... You know, if, if if that's a little bit using your family members, sure. Yeah. It's also, you know, it's also Klingon. So I wanted her to be testing Jadzia because this is somebody who's being added to my house who's going to be the wife of somebody I don't particularly like. If she's going to be here, she should be worthy. And I wanted her to find Jadzia worthy because, frankly, I do think she's worthy.
1: Oh, yeah. Jadzia it's great. And I love Jadzia. No, and I think... And, I and I'm
0: like, a- God, those are muscles that Terry <laughs> Farrell has. Jesus!
1: I'm just saying. Um... Yeah, I I I think that the primary problem with Sorella is that there is no attempt made to make her an actual person. Yeah, she is an obstacle. She is a transparent attempt at making Jedzia feel bad. Yeah, and putting putting an obstacle in place for Jedzia's acceptance into the House of Martok. But she is not. She's not a real person. And her change of heart at the end of the episode is unearned.
0: Because there's five minutes left and they need to show the wedding and oh shit, well, right. Right. Right.
1: And it's just, I don't know how much there is to say about her because she isn't a real character and she's not, I don't know what the point is. Like that's what it really comes down to is like wedding episodes of television shows are usually not very interesting. So how do you make it interesting? You make 40 minutes of the episode not be about the wedding, right? Like, cuz that's basically what they're trying to do.
0: I mean, yeah, and frankly I I would have been okay with just again, we had a really intense six or seven episode arc, you know. I mean, you, you want to have an episode that's just celebrating. So all right, just show us the menu. I mean, cuz I think
1: the parts that were they could have shown us the minutia of the wedding planning and exactly, it would have been more interesting than the what bits this of,
0: is. The bits about Worf's bachelor party were kind of fun about how they're, you know, they have – you know, they're all expecting, you know, Klingon debauchery and it's really about Klingon aestheticism, you know.
1: I mean the one the one scene in the episode that really sang to me was I'm going to kill Worf. Yeah. That was good.
0: No. I, 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 I just like – you know, g- 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 give – not really much conflict, but suddenly, you know, all of the women in Worf's family are taking Jadzia and she's got to go through all this weird Klingon shit. Like, that's fine. That's all we need an episode to be.
1: Oh, I agree with you. And the other thing, too, is is, is the end of the episode where, you know, the last 10 minutes are like, all oh, the wedding's off. And you're like, yeah, it's yeah, not of really course. off. You know, but w- that just it speaks to me of the sort of, you know, creative. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 just Bankruptcy. Kind of- not bankruptcy, <laughs> but it's just sort of tired. You know, it's like, really?
0: It's true. I mean, I didn't the think... The
1: wedding is off?
0: I didn't think at all that Sorella would event, you know, would say no and the wedding would be canceled right. at the end. Like, you know, it's eventually
1: going to be accepted, so... Well, the last thing to talk about is Kira and Odo. Um, they make out. Make up. Don't make out. They
0: make up. They're, they apparently talk for 10 hours without realizing the party's ended.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. I don't know what else there is to say about it. I just thought it was important to mention yeah. because they've now become friends again, apparently. Jake was
0: able to collate all of ex- his experiences into an ebook that he's not getting paid for,
1: which foresaw the publishing revolution of the late <laughs> Of the of the naughties. Is, yeah, that, what, is that what we're calling yeah. it? Yeah. Sure. We'll we'll call it that. All right, let's talk about resurrection because I suppose we have to because yeah. this is the concept of this podcast.
0: As I said, yeah, I'm not necessarily opposed to the idea of Mirabirel coming back. I am. I I I I I, I, I don't
1: want to see him.
0: I didn't say I was for it, but I'm not necessarily opposed to it. Is what I'm saying.
1: Okay, you have to you have to be convinced. I understand. Yeah.
0: Um. They could, I guess, do something with him. Um, they did. We, that, wa- we watched it. That he turns out to be secretly evil, but he's not really sure. But he is. But they, you know, it's just like I don't. I don't give a shit about this character and his moral quandary is because we're never going to see him again. This is more. Even if we do, it's more mirror universe shit. At this point in the series, the intendant comes off tonally so off. Right. That, you know, the whole Mirror Universe seems like it,
1: it, it, it... Well, it's a Mirror Universe episode without the Mirror Universe, which I think is is fine. Yeah. I, I, I think that... Well,
0: again, in, in in concept, I'm okay with this, but they take it to a really stupid place. Like
1: I said, well, I, I, like I said, this episode ended... Richard doesn't mince words.
0: This episode ended not where I expected it to go where i expected this to go around the part of the so so there's a the part where he has this orb vision and he talks about how he saw the quote unquote real vedic burial um and the two of them had a conversation and he was you know see you know he kind of the barrier between the two of them was confusing he thought he was both of them you know and, and things like that a dissociation between the two or the dissolution I, and you know, then we have Cork pointing out that oh, he keeps going in front of the uh, temple. I thought where this episode was going to end was that was with this new Burrell saying, you know, I need spiritual direction in life at this point. I'm going to go to a monastery with the aim of eventually maybe becoming a Vedic myself. Yes, I won't be as much of a Vedic as Vedic Beryl is, but I can still do some good. And about his ultimate rebirth and resurrection, both of somebody named Vedic Beryl and of this former thief turning into somebody who is... Like, I thought that would have been an ending to the episode, which would have been in star trek's general belief in atonement and redemption and which would have taken that prophecy into consideration which would kind of repair something which was lost you know through vedic winds action like i don't know that seemed like the satisfying ending and that they took it to a really direct. i mean i i i think that you
1: could maybe make that work i i don't know like how interesting it is for us to try and fix the episode no but but, i I think that that
0: but i guess i guess where that was that was my guess for i i just in terms of talking about my reaction that was my guess for the ending and the place they took it to was comparatively very unsatisfying
1: no i agree with that i think it is an unsatisfying episode i don't think it's very good i i wonder why it exists well
0: yeah what was the what what was the point what did we learn from this even at least cisco dealing with mirror Jennifer was able to get some measure of under He and Jake were able to get some measure of something. I think that the
1: point of this episode was that they were contractually obligated to deliver 26 episodes. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not, I mean, I'm being facetious and not being facetious. I think that there is a general air of, Let's not forget, this is the show's sixth season. You know, we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago about where TNG was in its sixth season, and it was not in a good place. I mean, certainly it still had a couple of, let's call them classic episodes, but, you know, it was getting few and far between, and, you know, things were getting played out. DS9 is a different show, of course. DS9 has been a couple different shows already and is now a different show again. They've got this war. It's reinvigorating the show the the six part, you know, season opener was was really good and then we get to this point and it's business as usual again I, I, and i just yeah. i don't
0: i mean maybe if we maybe if the, again we well, there is, if
1: the season had been 12 episodes and the ne-
0: the back six are the war that would have been a you know different story again we've
1: talked about this a lot i think that the impetus for the idea of the episode is a good one yeah. I have not. I don't like the Mirror Universe. I think, again, it has diminishing returns. We've talked about this before in the previous Mirror Universe episodes. I like the fact that we don't see the Mirror Universe at all in this episode. I think that was an interesting choice and the right yeah. choice. They make it much more of a quiet, contemplative character study, which I think is good. I've never been that interested in Beryl, but this isn't Beryl, so I'm yeah. okay with that. I think that, I like the theme of somebody who I, is
0: has to live up to something that he is not in a way.
1: Well, I think that yeah, that's true. I I think that this this Antos Barile is a much in, more interesting character than the other Barile, which yeah. was basically religious wallpaper. But uh, we've but
0: you know to be fair, that's Barile after he has gone through all of his long dark nights of the soul. This Barile is beginning them, and that struggle is interesting. Frankly, just as a character, where he is in life, this. Ryle has a lot more unfinished
1: business to deal with it, it just I don't know because if we go back to the idea from from TNG that you know the guest stars of the week while they can have a story of their own should really have something to say about our mm-hmm. main characters I don't I think the the primary failing of resurrection is that I don't know what it says about Kira yeah does it say that she's lonely? Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I, but you know that that's does it, okay. We kind of know that. Maybe does it say that she's not over brile? I think that she probably is. So why does she like latch yeah. on to him so much? I mean, I be- I believe her when she
0: you know is talking to Ben and he say you know he's talking about his experiences with Jennifer and she's saying you know no I know he's different like I think. Do it. I I think she's being honest at that. She's made her peace with Bra. She forget you forget. She had a relationship in between as well. You know she yeah. has Shakar and she's now over Shakar. So you know that's two boyfriends ago. You know she may be struck by him because he does look so much like her ex who has died. And you know obviously if she's attracted to one, she's
1: going to be attracted to the other. I mean, I guess I'll spin this out and I'll see if it works. I don't know if it's going to sure. But the only possible thing that I can really think is that the Mirror Universe Beryl is essentially standing in for Bejor, And mm. Akira has obviously come around to the Federation, has really become a different person. And she knows the struggles that Bejor has gone through with the Cardassian occupation, the healing from that, all of these things, discovering the wormhole, right? And this Beryl is at a different point in his life, which indicates to me that he is standing in for all of mirror universe Bajor, which is kind of, you know, someone who has not gone through the hard work of discovering the profits of, of, of figuring out what you really want out of life of going through all of these things. And so for me, okay, that's fine, but Kira's already dealt with all of that. So why do we need to see it again? And then the back half of the episode becomes a cartoon when the, when the attendant appears and that just totally does not work at all. And you get this weird thing about their plan is that the intendant and Mirabriel are dating <laughs> because okay, and they're going to steal an orb and go back and what found the Bajoran religion? Yeah, they like, got I think I don't sense know what that... like it. It it's like two different episodes smushed together that don't make you know any but any that's because sense at all. we don't
0: give a shit. They this this we don't give a shit about the mirror universe because the meta plot is about the dominion. If the meta plot of DS nine had been about the mirror universe taking over, then yes, I would give a shit about what's going to happen with it, you know, and
1: I'm rolling my eyes.
0: Yeah. My God. No, no, but, but, but it's true. I mean, Again, I'd originally thought that one of the mirror universes function was that the mirror dominion would eventually become a player, you know, as no. it, you know, and, and, and I thought I think that's
1: cute. But
0: yeah, no, like, you know, they they, they could defeat it in the Alpha Quadrant. But then, you know, you just have Jem'Hadar swarming out of the, you know, the mirror, you know, like I thought it was it's, so it's just this thing they never really forgot. You know, figured out what to do with,
1: but yeah, because who a, keeps wanting who wants know. us to keep going here? And it was the right choice not to go to the mirror. Universe yes, oh yes, episode. I think that after. I mean, the, I will
0: say every mirror
1: universe they're doing something different with. Yeah, well, but I, it's nothing good. You know, I think that that after. I mean, there's several different ways to get food poisoning. Yeah, I, gonna, yeah, I think that it was the right decision not to have this episode take place in the mirror universe because. After the six-part season opening and after you were originally invited, going to the Mirror Universe and having them have to care about the Mirror Universe's problems to to a literal degree because they are in the Mirror Universe talking to the Mirror Universe characters, dealing with the Mirror Universe problems... Would have been a step too far because the mirror universe is like oh the Klingons and all the Bajorans and the Alliance yeah. and they're gonna we're gonna have a war and et cetera et cetera that would feel very very flat to me because we are in an actual war now yeah. we don't want to get away from it we want to explore the corners of the universe in a war yeah it's, which, it's, which which you know is what the show is going to be doing I'm not saying it's yeah. not it's not forgetting that the Dominion are there the war is happening the show even in these two episodes is seeding. Things about the Dominion and the war in it, so certainly the show is not forgotten about this. But this, the, you know, I, I just I I am left with a feeling of I don't know what the point of this yes. episode is. What, what, what did we learn from this? At if least it had, right because if it had a, if it had had a stronger character through line for Kira, I feel like I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Kira almost feels like an observer in her own episode a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. Now, granted, that's not the worst because Kira has. You know, there have been no shortage of Kira episodes in this show. She's had s- enough episodes where she's done something that if she spends an episode largely observing, like,
1: but that's pro- okay. Wait, but
0: what what is she observing? Nothing interesting. Well,
1: that's the problem: is that yeah. you you can't make that interesting because we have no investment in the character of Mira mm-hmm. Beriol. We have no investment in the character of the Intendant. Yeah. So to say, oh, she could be off on the side or on her episode, and if whatever is interesting happening is happening. I don't. I don't but, think but, that's but, possible. But, I don't think you can square that circle. That's why the first two seasons of the Next Generation were so terrible. I was because uh, they know, had guest stars dropping that's in. That's the point. That,
0: that was the problem with the outrageous O'Connor, essentially.
1: Right. Right. It was like he was in a different show. It was a pilot for his own television show or something. He's what we call a rogue.
0: <laughs> we are never going to let that line down. We are, are not. We? No. Um,
1: but that, that really is yeah, – Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, of course, what happens is that you know we get this – I mean, I will admit that the first half of the episode is much better than the second yeah. half. I, I find – I was, I was I, saying I, I this is – I think went well, somewhere.
0: No. During the first bit, I'm like, I don't know why Eric said this was such a bad episode. Like, this is actually pretty okay. I think it's conceptually interesting. I think this version of – oh, God, there's the intentant. Oh, Did you God, you really God, they were in me? Did you really no doubt No, no, no. I just – well, you get upset at weird
1: things like heterosexuals. That is true. God damn it, heterosexuals. Get it together. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that the first half of the episode is a lot stronger than the second half because the first half is promising a quiet character study. The first half is promising uh, more exploration of the character of Kira using Mirabarile as a catalyst. Mirabarile's journey to the prophets is interesting. I want to see more of that. And then what you get instead is the episode of 30 Minutes In takes this hard left turn and becomes a cartoon about the Intendant having this bizarre plan again to steal an orb and go back and found the Bajoran religion and like defeat the Alliance in a war. And where did this come from? And why is she there? And how did she get... It's just... I guess it, it's a primary tension with the episode that most of the Mirror Universe episodes are cartoons. Yeah. This one is not, but it still has that cartoonish element to it which undercuts the, the actual message and point of the episode.
0: And I guess part of it is Nana Visitor is very good at playing Kira. She's good at playing the Intendant. Does... The Intendant is not interested in playing Kira. And so you know during the 30 seconds that she's dressed as Kira we're not fooled in a second just with the way she walks and so what was the again I yeah I guess that I guess that's why this week kind of sucked what was the point of it yeah. because it isn't it isn't well both I mean, of these episodes failed in their execution and any hope they in in such a way that any hope their premise might have had just simply we're going to see a Klingon wedding after all that shit, you know, that we've dealt with yeah. or, you know, we're going to get a character study of this
1: person. I, I mean, I will say that I think there is more of a point to you are cordially invited because the, the wedding had to happen at some point. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, but and maybe that episode would have worked if it had tried to be simpler. You know, if it had tried to not have
1: a theme to it, but you are yeah. cordially invited, is too complicated, and resurrection is almost too simple. Yeah, I, except for the yeah, you know, plot turn at the end there, where it's revealed that they're trying to take over the mirror Alpha Quadrant of the fuck they're doing.
0: That's not what we meant by give this episode
1: a plot, dude. <laughs> There's <laughs> also, I mean, and the, the, I think the plot. I mean, I think that the episode also suffers from not having a B story, hmm. like. The episodes have not had B-stories a lot of the time recently. Like That's kind of a structure that they've mostly gotten away from, whereas TNG was usually very strict about having an A and a B-story. But they're usually able to do that by virtue of
0: having an ensemble. Maybe they don't have a B-story, but we check in with, you know, what's Garrick doing this week? Oh, what's, you know, Dax doing this week? Okay. You know, and the rest is Kira, you know?
1: And that's also, I, I think it makes the episode feel very small and very claustrophobic in a yeah. way which is not beneficial to it.
0: But. Yeah. What is, you know, we've talked about, usually the show is pretty good at knowing what its guests, what its stars or guest stars or whoever's not on screen and is doing at that moment. But what did you do, Julian? Oh, I waited until it was time to say my one line. And I did. And then I went home and slept.
1: I mean, I'm sure that the, the actors all loved it because they had one day of, you yeah. know, they were on the call sheet for one day and then they were able to go home and get paid their full salary. I guess that's fine for them. But it's not fine for us. <laughs> like, Yeah, and Kira had to work twice as hard. And
0: Kira, well, twice as hard. She had to carry the episode, man. Well, but I mean, she had to play two different parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Well,
1: she didn't have to go in any more makeup, though, which was good. No. Except she had to put that little like tiara crown thing on her head. Well, a different costume. Different but, costume. You know. That's about it. Yeah, I you know, and that's that's really what it comes down to is that I mean the other thing too that to say is that I kind of like this Brial a lot better than the other Brial, frankly. I mean the other Brial is boring, this Brial is not boring. Yeah. I find him an interesting character. Again, I just I I I'm just left with a profound sense of disappointment that they went this way instead of the way that you said or, or well, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Like, but you know what, like what say, it
0: reminds me of is cause they're you know, like very, well,
1: cl- well, you know what it reminds me of actually is this is kind of a weird tangent, but there's this idea in improv of, of sort of, you know, yes ending. Right. Yeah. And so like, you know, if you do improv and you say, um, you know, like, we're, hi we're, mom, how are you doing today? I'm like, why I'm are not, you calling me mom? I'm, I'm not your, your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be a bad thing to do. And this episode actually feels like that. It takes it takes time to become this contemplative character mm-hmm. study of Mirror Berile and Kira's relationship and how Kira is lonely and all this kind of stuff. And then at 30 minutes in, it goes, ah, oh, we're just fucking with you. It's actually this thing about how they want to take over the mirror universe. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to see this. And Again, I feel kind of betrayed.
0: The version of we we get we get invested in you know this version of Beryl's growing spirituality and his vision and his feelings for Kira and then for at the end to for him to just toss that away. I mean, we've seen several times Jem'Hadar get to this point where they're almost going to do the right thing and then yeah. they just kind of fuck it up. And but this is that is shown as the tragic dimension of the Jem'Hadar in a way. That is shown, as, you know, I, I and frankly, I don't know if that's eventually going to have a payoff, but it seems like it's leading to the moment where a Gemhadar actually does do the right thing, like that. That's that's the moment we've been you know clutching at for.
1: That's also the episode that Spike Lee guest stars as a Gemmadrar, mm-hmm.
0: do the Ketracel White thing. Yeah. Um, and this version of Burrell, who just tosses the weight, it's supposed to be tragic. But again, we're not going to see this fucker again. We may. Let me ask you a uh, uh, let me ask you a point blank question. Uh-huh. There are other mirror universe episodes, aren't they? I mean, you know, don't, don't at least one. I yeah. don't. Yeah.
1: Yes. I will not say how many, but ah. yes, they're not too, they're not too many more. I mean, we are we are in the sixth season. of. The no, show.
0: no. I mean, I, I, I would say I doubt
1: there are the as back a- half of season six is not all usual. No, no.
0: I doubt there are as many as three, but there's at least one or two more. I would say
1: one or two is a safe is yeah. a safe number. the last thing i want to say is specifically about the performance that the actor who plays bryal is giving fundamentally the mirror universe episodes again are cartoons are comic books and all of the characters all of the actors are playing extremely exaggerated caricatures of evil versions of themselves or whatever they're not real people and this actor does actually give a really good performance as a different, sadder, less fortunate version of the same man Mm -hmm. who has had very different life experiences. That is one of the things about the episode that I actually like. It's just a shame about the rest of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, the mirror universe feels like a thing that could have been really interesting if they'd known what to do with it. And they it seems like every time they come back, they're like, all right, here's how we're going to make the Mirror Universe interesting. Here's what we're going to do that's exciting in the Mirror Universe. Because, again, and it's diminishing
1: just, returns. The Mirror yeah. Universe is fundamentally a novel joke. Yeah. And when you keep going back and telling the same novel joke over and over again, it becomes less and less novel and less and less funny. Yeah. And – they don't know when to quit. I, you know, and again, it's not a big part of the show. It's, you know, five or six or seven episodes over the course of the, you know, hundred and something. But at the same time, episode. we had to spend
0: an hour watching it today and we had to spend, you know, 20 minutes talking about it just now. So.
1: Yeah. Well, that's my fault. Yeah. So
0: if, 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 if 25 years ago you hadn't said, let's do a podcast. We would never have watched this
1: <laughs> 25 years ago. It was 37 years ago. <laughs> All right, I think we've said all we can say about this. I think we both need to go and, I don't know. Get, break a mirror? Yeah, break a mirror, go hug the dog, something. Seven years
0: bad luck, seven seasons DS9. It's not a coincidence.
1: Well, if you have any thoughts on either of the episodes. You wait, are- wait,
0: wait, wait. I'm sorry. I just have one other question, and this is this is probably an unfair question to ask. Okay, I'm ready. Does the mirror universe exist in any other Star Trek series?
1: I will leave that as an exercise to your imagination. Oh no! Oh no! I think you've asked me this before.
0: And I, I, and I don't think you've ever answered it. I, I, ju- I never will. Okay.
1: You'll just have to find out.
0: I mean, assumedly, it won't be an Enterprise because you know that was before the mirror universe. Oh God,
1: he's giving me these you know, looks. Could, could, could be. Could not be. Could also be in Voyager. Oh, no. You just have to find it's out. It's just all of
0: the Mirror Universe, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it all takes place in the Mirror Universe. Okay. The last last episode of Enterprise reveals that the entirety of Star Trek has actually been the Mirror Universe. Ah! It was the Mirror Universe all the time. Kurt rats. There you go. Well, if you have any thoughts on either of the episodes we just discussed, you are cordially invited, or Resurrection, please leave a comment on the post for this episode of the podcast at TrekAboutShow.com. We have a Patreon, Patreon.com slash TrekAboutShow, where you can go and give us a little bit of your monetary support if you feel so inclined. Uh, We also have a GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com slash TrekAboutShow. We need new equipment, so we need some money. So if you have wanted to give us money but do not want to give us money monthly, now is your opportunity to throw us one dollars, two, three, or $400. Went a different direction than you were thinking, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we're also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Truck About Show, and check out our other podcast, Tuning In. We released the episode on Firefly, The Message. Getting close in to the two end. two days. Yeah, that's true. We've only have a couple, couple more episodes of that to go. And then we're going to be transitioning into our other show, which you will have to listen to tuning in to find out what it is. Was that a very deliberate use of words? No. But I will pretend that it was. Ah,
0: nicely. in the future, somebody's going to have to listen to our next season of, Trek, of tuning in, and then they'll listen to this episode of Trek about, and they'll get the
1: foreshadowing. That is true. We we make these evergreen. We don't talk about current events ever.
0: So, how about that April Fool's Day? What? <laughs> it's, it's like, it's
1: October.
0: I know, but I was pretending that we were recording this in April. Anyway, you just please take us home.
1: <gasps> Next week, we are going to be talking about the episode's statistical probabilities and the magnificent Ferengi.